welcoming Elena now to talk uh, sheep and wool. Over to you, Elena. Thanks very much, Mark, and hi, everybody. Look, let's just talk to a few of the factors impacting um, the sheep market at the moment. And the first, which will be of no surprise to anyone, of course, is supply. So the forecast that we've seen uh, for continued high supply of, of sheep and lambs through spring and now into summer, they're certainly coming to fruition. And that's both at the sale yards and also uh, in our processing plants across the country. But yardings of both lamb and mutton um, continuing to trend higher month on month. We're seeing producers respond to some really varied conditions across the sheep producing zones, you know, some reducing breeding new numbers, perhaps trying to manage the challenge of a dry summer ahead, uh, and then others who might be just offloading lambs a bit earlier than, um, than they might have planned and, and a bit lighter, perhaps, also than they might have liked. So what that's equating to in terms of the numbers, um, we've got mutton yardings up 32% year on year, and lamb yardings a bit more modest, uh, just 6% up year on year, but we do expect those lamb yardings to really ramp up as that Victorian lamb drop starts to come into the market over summer. And of course, the timing of that will just depend on the conditions um, in Vic and things like abattoir kill space um, becoming available. Um, but speaking of the abattoirs and the processes, um, we've seen increased throughput of sheep and mutton this year in terms of slaughter numbers by almost 50%. So just a huge increase in the amount of mutton going through the system. Um, lamb, again, slightly more modest, up 9% um, at the time of writing. That's through to the end of October. Uh, however, as was the case for yardings, we do think that that lamb slaughter figure will continue to grow through the summer as that extra supply comes through. So I think that's the supply situation in a nutshell, up, up and up. So on to demand and more particularly um, export demand. Thankfully, really thankfully, um, through this time of really high supply, we're seeing our key export markets remain really robust. We've still got record volumes of lamb and mutton leaving our shores, and uh, we've got lamb tracking 12% higher year on year uh, for the month of October. We were only just shy of an all-time record, which was just posted back in August this year. So still, still really, really strong volumes heading out, which is really, really good. Um, in terms of where it's headed, China continues to, to capture most of our exported lamb. About 21% of the market is what they've taken for the year to date, but followed really closely by the US market. And I just wanted to call out the US um, as an opportunity for price recovery in the lamb market, because there's opportunity, I think, um, for significant recovery of volume to that market. And to put some, some figures or perspective on that, this year, we've traded on average about 5,500 tonnes of lamb to the US per month. That year, sorry, last year, that figure was more like 6,200 tonnes. So quite a difference when you add it up uh, over the year. And they're coming off a market share position uh, historically of around 26%. At the moment, the US sitting at about 20%. So even without going over any prior volume that we may have sent to the US, there's still a gap to fill in that market once the economic conditions in the US start to recover. Uh, and of course, when and how that's going to happen uh, is not an easy one to predict. But there is light, I think, um, should that occur. Just briefly, in mutton and to exports, um, total export growth of 48% year on year on the back of those really high slaughter numbers and China just playing a huge role in mutton. Uh, they're now responsible for 50% of our exports. Um, we've not seen China at that level since back in February 2021. And we've got exports to China up 74% year on year, so, so just huge. 
Similar to lamb, though, mutton exports to the US pretty subdued. Um, there was really promising volumes in October. They were up 90% on the prior months, so almost double, but coming off a really low base. Um, so those numbers can, can sometimes be a bit out of context. And just on that US market, um, you know, you may have heard or, or read about in the media a bit lately, um, the mantra higher for longer when it comes to US interest rates. And effectively, that's that's not a good thing for Aussie sheep and lamb. It presumes a longer period of pressure on the consumers in that economy, um, where lamb and mutton are sort of a high high end food service type um, meal, which of course is highly discretionary. So whilst there's opportunity for that market to come back, um, it could be some time before we see that occur. So what does that all mean for pricing? Uh, the obvious word I think is pressure, the significant correction that we've seen across all the major indicators has largely continued, although we have seen some stabilising um, over the past six weeks or so, which has certainly been very welcome. The most resilient price category continues to be the well-finished animals, so it's the heavy and trade weight lambs, and processors are, are quite actively bidding um, for, for those stock. Um, however, the opposite is true for the lighter and restocker type animals. Um, it's a factor of where we're at in the market. We've got dry conditions setting in in plenty of places. We've got higher than, than last year or the couple of years prior feed grain prices. So it's going to put pressure on restocking and feedlotting margins and also confidence for producers to take those short-term trade positions. Lastly, just to finish off, um, there is a recurring topic of conversation I keep hearing around the sheep industry and I just wanted to talk about briefly and it's that sale yard to retail price spread for lamb at the moment. So the latest data available for MLA, it's only up to the end of September, it's quarterly data, shows that the spread between the retail price of lamb and the national trade lamb indicator, and those are typically the type of lamb you'll see on the Australian shelves. Uh, it's at an all-time high, historical high, around 1450 cents per kilo. Um, obviously, an ongoing cause of frustration for producers, particularly at a time when returns are down on farm and costs, are, are we know, as we know, sorry, are pretty high. Um, we've also seen that spread grow pretty steadily over the past 10 years with only a few pretty minor corrections on the retail side. Um, However, um, we're yet to see any correction that corresponds to the most recent drop in sheep prices. But as you can expect, um, there is quite a lag in the processing and um, animals that go through the system by the time they get to the retail shelves. So we do expect to see some correction in December. Um, and anecdotally, anyway, from, from what I see out and about, I think we are starting to see it on the shelves. So we'll, we'll watch that um, with interest. It is a long and, and quite complex supply chain. Um, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about that spread and let's hope it's against a backdrop of improved lamb and mutton pricing in the short term. Thanks, Alana. Certainly a complex environment, the sheep meat space, but some positives to look forward to. Uh, let's hope season helps our grazers uh, control their sales environment as well.